Welcome to HR Talk with HR Locker, the podcast that brings you all things HR, adult development, remote working, and deliberately developmental organizational culture. In today's episode, Chris Dalrin, Head of Product and Marketing at HR Locker, interviews Twitter expert, author, and international speaker, Samantha Kelly. Samantha is a community builder and founder of the Women's Inspire Network, a global online network for female entrepreneurs. Named as one of the top marketing influencers on many global lists, Samantha has an engaged following of over 52,000 people and is an international speaker. Hi and welcome to HR Talk. My name is Christelle Rin. In this week's episode, we will be talking about employer branding and how to utilize your social media channels, particularly when you're recruiting, it's important your company and your brand stand out. So today we have Twitter expert Samantha Kelly with us. So some of you may know her as the tweeting goddess. So Sam, we are delighted to have you here today. And I'd love you to introduce yourself to all our listeners. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, it's great to be in Wex for talking to where you are there. It's amazing what technology has done for us all lately. Um, I'm Tweeting Goddess, uh, Samantha Kelly, Tweeting Goddess on Twitter. Uh, I'm a Twitter expert, but also I coach people on how to shine online and make sure that their brand is giving their best self out there. Super. So Sam, things are changing in this digital world of ours every single day. It's kind of hard to, to keep up with things. So what do you think at the moment are the key steps to create a good employer brand on social media, especially in today's environment? Well, I always say, you know, employee advocacy, you know, is really, really important, you know. So it's about getting your employees on board to kind of help with this, you know, spreading the word about your brand. Um, I think it's really important that the CEO is also active uh, to see what's going on. Um, but at the moment, right now, in the pandemic and stuff, what people really want online is the following. They want value. They want hope and compassion and good news stories of activities that you might be doing as a company, maybe one of your employees, maybe, you know, maybe someone had a new baby during the pandemic or was supposed to get married. Like all of those stories is what we want on social media right now. I think that's interesting that it's not just, it has to come from one section. It's actually in a, a whole company. The employees need to be doing it, the CEO. Oh. Absolutely. It. Absolutely. And I, I I can give you an example. I remember I was tagging a company, you know, um, whenever I was using this particular brand and I would tag them and the boss, the CEO didn't even know that I was tagging their brand to 52,000 followers on Twitter. And see, that's really important because they didn't realize that the person who was running the account wasn't actually engaging with me and thanking me for tagging them and that like if that was my company I would be so on that really fast and really thanking me for tagging them and you know retweeting it and engaging with me all the time and letting me know good news stories as they happen because they obviously have a brand advocate in me but yet the the owner and the CEO didn't actually know that um, I was actually tagging them at all you know and I think I think um, Sam that's the key thing is that traditionally people have just focused on that LinkedIn is where you do your employer branding and that's yeah. gone from that I mean other than LinkedIn you know should what what other so social media channels should we should we be using on should we be focusing on is it kind of a connection of them all or what do you what do you think not necessarily no it's wherever your audience are so um for b2b for yourselves it's definitely twitter and linkedin 
Um, you know, there are some Facebook groups as well that would be very active. Um, you know, it, 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 it's really about finding out where your audience are. So finding out where the traffic is coming from. Is the traffic coming from when people search for you or is it coming from Twitter? Is it coming from LinkedIn? If it happens to be coming from Instagram, then you need to focus more there, you know? So it really depends on where your audience are hanging out and what their likes are and dislikes are and finding out who that customer is. Um, I know for Twitter and LinkedIn in particular, it's all about adding value and engagement. So it's about talking to other people, maybe in the area, um, maybe other people that are in business, like um, not necessarily, you know, they, they might be talking about something else, but even you engaging with that business owner is going to get their loyalty to you. Because a lot of business owners, 72% of people are more likely to engage or buy from a business owner when they've engaged with them before on Twitter. So, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's important to realize that for any marketing, just because it's working for another company. Oh, yeah. Working for you, what your what your channels, I think that's that's, that's, that's and you don't have to be on all the channels. Find out which one you you guys love and is working for you, which one is getting the most engagement. And it's not about all the followers. It's about the engagement that you get. So when you put up an article, are people clicking? Are they joining? Are they engaging with you and commenting, for example? The best thing you can do right now, there are lots of people lost at the moment and really, really need help. And a lot of companies are really in distress at the moment and, and tourism in particular, um, hair, hair, beauty, all of those, you know, so those people need help. How do I implement these changes? How do I keep my staff on board so they don't go somewhere else? You know, and then how do I get them back into work? You know, some of them are getting payments and they might go, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't want to work anymore. You know, <laughs> so it's about um, it's about keeping the employees engaged so that they really, really look forward to coming back again as well. And Sam, do you think that this shift, this employer branding thing, should it be led by purely marketing or should the HR team kind of get onto the table as well and, and kind of work with them and have a joint message or how is it? Absolutely. HR Everybody has to be at the table. Everybody has to have the same message because, um, you know, this is there has to be a company um, culture, you know, that everybody, you know, like we all kind of know how cool Google is and how and Twitter, it's so cool. And, you know, because all of the employees talk about it, they have a hashtag, you know, Twitter, Twitter for good and Twitter working for Twitter and all of those hashtags. So, you know, they actually get their employees involved so that when you see happy employees, you're going to want to do business with that company more, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, I'd love to get your insight on some of the job boards like Glassdoor and some others, they allow employees to rate how good it is to work at that company. Sometimes these bad ratings might kind of filter around through social media channels and and then you kind of you're getting a bad rep in on these channels. How do you negate that or, or how do you turn that around um, if you're getting bad? ratings okay i don't know about the ratings thing so i've never heard of that myself so that's good <laughs> okay that i've never heard of it so um i suppose if you with dealing with negativity on social media the main thing is for the company to engage i know you probably saw you know woody's for example got a lot of bad um engagement because they weren't allowing children under 16 in when they reopened and they had to deal with that um you know it's about engaging with the person who's complaining. So let's say you have a complaint about, okay, let's say my coffee was cold when I got it. I'm so annoyed. I went in for a nice cup of coffee and my coffee was cold. 
that's a genuine customer complaint, okay? So engage and say, really sorry to hear you had this experience. Could you DM us or send us a message or send us your details so we can actually investigate this for you? So we're actually engaging in public. People can see that we've tried to engage with the person and then take it offline and then then you deal with it and follow up and make sure because you could turn that person into an ally. And this happened once for a coffee shop. I was running their Twitter account and she did have um, an experience. So we took it offline. And then the next time she went back, she was all happy and she did a lovely happy tweet about the service yeah. she got, you know, so yeah. you can turn these people into allies. Um, once you engage with them in public and take it offline to deal with it. Okay. So try not to ignore it, but just to actually Definitely don't ignore it. Now, if it is a troll, which is a different thing altogether, which is just some mindless person who's just bored on their keyboards, most people will know if it's a troll because if you try and engage, which happened once with a different client, we tried to engage and she was like, no, I don't want to go to DM. And we were like, well, you know, and everyone could see she was the one that was a bit nuts, not yeah. all, like, you know, that we had tried to do something about it. So, yeah. So then my last question, Sam, and this is a bit of a, it's, 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 I suppose it's it's a how long is a piece of string or it's the million dollar question is um, so what do you think are the key benefits of creating a strong employer brand across your social media channels what do I think are the what did you say sorry the key benefits oh, so oh. you're listening today and I'm thinking oh do you know what I've got LinkedIn and I'm grand I don't need to be looking at employer brand you know, you do. Yeah, you really do. I mean, look, your brand, uh, I mean, it's so important. People are on social media more than ever now because they're bored. They're sitting at home. They're actually probably ordering online for the first time ever. You know, I know a lot of people that have started to use online and use Zoom for the first time. You know, you know, that email, that, 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 that meeting in Dublin that could have been an email, you know, I've gone to many of them and then found out, oh, well, actually, we're not going to go with this. And I'm like, oh, my God, you could have told me that in an email instead of me getting childcare, driving all the way up. So it's going to eliminate a lot of that. So this people are becoming more savvy online. So they're watching. People are watching all the time. So the more positivity and the more good stuff you're putting out, the better. Um, the more um, your employees, the more you talk about your employees and, and show the human side behind the business, the more people are going to want to warm to you and, and support you. Um, like I know I did a survey on this, I did a Twitter poll on this recently where, you know, would you would you mention a brand um, and tag them on Twitter? And if they weren't on Twitter, would you go and try and tag them somewhere else? And 72% uh, said no, or actually not 72, 78% said no. They wouldn't actually go to the hassle of going to the Facebook page instead. They'd actually say, oh, I'll leave it, you know, they're not on Twitter. You know, so make sure you are in the right place where your audience are. Um, it's about making sure, empowering your employees as well. And and maybe letting them, them in on the strategy and say, look, you know, what are your ideas? What do you think we should be doing? Because there could be a young person, for example, in the, in the company that actually knows that all of her friends use that particular product or use this service so maybe she could be the one to spread the word for you about how cool it is you know yeah. so you know it's about finding out where your audience are asking empowering your employees and saying you, you know what I'd love to hear your ideas what do you think we should be doing and most of all um, what people want right now is as I said it's value shown behind the scenes they want to feel safe as well because things are starting to open up again so they really like for example one of my clients we did a video of what to expect when you visit our store okay. you know yeah. so we had the guy going into the barriers and then going and 
doing the hands, wiping his hands, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, it was really, really powerful because it actually simplified it. It's like, yeah, I want to go there. That looks safe. And people want to feel yeah, welcome. And I know well. what to expect. Yeah. yeah. And you know what to expect. It's a nice kind of gap. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what people want. They want to feel safe. They want to feel welcome if they do come to you. And they want to know that they're going to a place where you treat your staff correctly. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think even even for ourselves, then we um, interestingly we would get most of our job applications from Twitter, and up until up until about twelve months ago, I was thinking that's crazy. I mean, pe- we are using LinkedIn, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. what worked for us. But actually, yeah. um, we get huge response from from Twitter, and we just post the link up to our job and and you know do a little blurb about what it is and stuff. But I I do yeah. I think, yeah and. Well, um, yeah. The demographic on Twitter are aged 35 to 55, yeah. uh, professional, urban. So that's, there you go. That's your, probably the right target audience for you. And also the hashtag job fairy is very, very active. And many people go and actually actively search the hashtag job fairy or job fairy Ireland um, for jobs. Yeah, and I, I think definitely you hit the nail on the head for me is that I look at all the different social media channels. I'm looking at Instagram and I'm thinking, we should be on that. What should we do there? But maybe... Maybe we shouldn't be on it. <laughs> you know, maybe you don't need to be on it. You know, maybe you don't need, unless, you know, if you're targeting younger people, yes. Okay. So under 35s, but I would be putting up more about, you know, like, let's say you're in County Clare, let's say I'd be putting up scenery from County Clare. I wouldn't actually be, ta- I'd be talking about the office in County Clare and what you do on the break time. And oh, Adam's just gone off for a surf during the lunch break. I, I think I saw a post like that from you once before and I really liked that and that was really I really was impressed with that post because that post did more for me than any of your other posts because it actually showed look at him fair play to him you know this is so cool because you're actually showing that look you can run a company from anywhere in the world once you have wi-fi and you're also showing the uniqueness of where you are and you know what you're doing and it's a really positive news story you know in rural area you know and, and all of that kind of stuff so that's really what that picture encapsulated for me you know, in that post. So that's the kind of thing I'd be putting on Instagram. I'd be putting, you know, pictures. It's all very powerful pictures or thank you cards you get from clients, that kind of thing. Um, you know, but I would use the hashtags, the relevant hashtags. So even I would use the hashtag job fairy because that would be relevant to other people searching job fairy on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I think that's, that's the key thing. Um, so that's all my questions for you, Sam. It's been wonderful talking to you. So uh, thank you so much for taking out the time to um, to chat with us. Um, oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> been great. Um, I've signed up for the the, the Twitter um, online um, webinar. I think it's for next week. So looking forward to that. Great. <laughs> I'll see you there. Oh, you love it. You love it. It's 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 it's, it's just so powerful. It's changed my whole life and the relationships I've built over the years. It's just amazing. Like there are so many decision makers on Twitter. So please don't please don't underestimate the power of Twitter for anyone that is listening. Um, the, the, a lot of CEOs and decision makers are there. Yeah. I think I wonder, Sam, I'll throw another question. I think of people just a bit scared of it. That they are. That's there. Yeah. <laughs> not sure what to do afterwards. That's it. But that's why they do my six-step program or that's why they work with me. That's why I have a business because so many people, like, do you notice there's lots of Instagram experts? There's lots of LinkedIn. There's not a lot of Twitter experts. So I really chose a really good niche and people really, really have a fear around it. They only hear about the president tweeting and stuff like that in the media. You miss all the lovely stuff that happens there. The really positive, really helpful stuff that happens there. And I think from my perspective, I'm afraid, a little bit afraid to post something out and it, it damages your brand. 
you know, so I think you just need to have you can't damage your brand if you if you follow the steps of is yeah. this is this tweet going to add value is this tweet going to inspire someone is this tweet going to help someone and another thing is to retweet other businesses so for example like let's say i had my twitter workshop if someone retweets that for me that's a huge thing for me and i'm really grateful for that so trust me if i see one of your posts i'm going to do the same for you yeah. and i have 52000 followers yeah. you know so that's a, yeah that's 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 where it i suppose where it actually gains value is to create that community. It's not just throwing something up there and it's all everyone. about it's all about how you're going to make someone feel with this tweet. Like Trump knows when he tweets, he's going to cause a big whatever, well, you know, positive or negative. <laughs> yeah. So, but I know when I tweet, you know, I think, think, think before I click tweet. But you know, I know that I'm either going to add value, I'm going to inspire someone, I'm going to make someone laugh. If you can be, see, you can have a personality as a brand as well. Like mm -hmm. Three Mobile did a tweet to me once about Justin Bieber, and it was just brilliant, and I just loved it, and I still put it in my presentations to this day about how that made me feel that tweet. Because yeah. they showed their personality so you can have a quirky personality as a business and you can actually show that he's a really cool and hip and surfers down there <laughs> do you know what I mean like he's really calm like you know so that like there's a lot of opportunity there for you to stand out from the rest yeah that's great so Sam if anybody's listening today if they want to get in contact with you what's the best way for them to do that uh, sam at tweetinggoddess.com or just follow me on twitter at tweetinggoddess or it's tweetinggoddess.com or if there's any women listen who would like to join my network i own the women's inspire network as well which is an online global network and we do webinars every week and it's all about adding value um and, and surrounding yourself with a community of like-minded people so yeah if anyone's interested in that it's womensinspirenetwork.com and i've actually i've been to the last two events and they've been wonderful they've been i've come away from both of them feeling really inspired, really great to meet loads of great people. And it was actually one of the first places I went to that everybody genuinely is interested in what you're doing and how they yes. can help you. And I, it was a really great, great, love, lovely community and really great feeling afterwards. It was, it was really nice. So, well, it's also, I mean, look, you know, d d this is another thing, you know, it's about how you lead the way, you know, so anyone that's listening that is a leader, you know, it's about the, the company will revolve around your leadership and how, how you, like when I started that event, I went, okay, leave your egos at the door. Let's all yeah. just enjoy this and have fun and, and, and help each other. And when you set the tone, that's what happens. Magic happens. And so, you know, it's like your tweets. You know, if you set a tone with a tweet and ask questions as well, ask your audience what it is they want, you could actually probably find out that actually they need a webinar on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? So you don't know what they need unless you ask them, you know? So I think that's, yeah, that's key. Sometimes we just think we know what people need is actually simply go and ask them, which I think is a, exactly sometimes we have to keep it simple and that's probably that's probably my biggest secret keep it simple yeah well, thank you so much sam it's been absolutely great again looking forward to um to going on the the webinar myself and we'll post Brilliant. You that as well with this and thank uh, and thank yeah. you so much and we'll talk to you soon thank you so much Thank you for listening to another episode of HR Talk with HR Locker, the podcast that brings you all things HR, adult development, remote working, and deliberately developmental organizational culture. We're available on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Subscribe now and tune in for the next episode.